Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Isaiah chapter 6. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and the thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined. For I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away, and your sin atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, Here I am, send me. He said, Go and tell this people, Be ever hearing, but never understanding. Be ever seeing, but never perceiving. Make the heart of this people calloused. Make their ears dull, and close their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn and be healed. Then I said, For how long, Lord? And he answered, Until the cities lie ruined and without inhabitant, until the houses are left deserted and the fields ruined and ravaged, until the Lord has sent everyone far away and the land is utterly forsaken. And though a tenth remains in the land, it will again be laid waste. But as the terebinth and oak leaf stumps when they're cut down, so the holy seed will be the stump in the land. Now this is the sixth chapter of Isaiah. And I want to just note that up front because Isaiah had already composed five chapters of the Bible. He had already been recognized as a prophet in Israel for some period of years, and yet he had another encounter with God in chapter 6 that changed everything. I'm pointing that out for a very specific reason, and that reason is, no matter how long you've known the Lord or how intimately you've walked with the Lord, it's always possible to have a deeper encounter with God. And so in Isaiah chapter 6, It begins with these words, in the year that King Uzziah died. And so Uzziah, you may recall, was a relative of Isaiah, probably his cousin. And so Isaiah's influence was uh, linked with this king, Uzziah. He had family influence. He had access to the court, etc. So when Uzziah died, in a sense, Isaiah's strength that was found in that alliance died with him. But at this time... He saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. So we're led to understand that this vision took place in the temple. 
that was in Israel. And so he, he had this vision of God. And um, not only God, but God seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the whole temple. Then he saw seraphim, these angelic beings with six wings, and they were attendants to the Lord himself. And they cried out to one another, Holy, holy, holy. By the way, in Hebrew, holy, holy, holy is holiest. And so the holiest is the Lord God Almighty. And the whole earth shook with his glory. At the sound of the angels' voices, the doorposts and thresholds of the temple shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. So Isaiah uh, responded, and his response was one of deep humility. He said, Woe to me, I am ruined. And it's interesting, his next words are fascinating to me. He says, The reason he's ruined is, I'm a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. And my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Now, this fact of seeing the King, this kind of self-explanatory. He saw God, and so therefore he said, I'm ruined. But why did he speak of his lips? I believe, friends, and this is my own personal opinion, that what he had perceived was too holy to even speak of. It was too magnificent for uh, the words of a mortal man to convey to other mortal men. And so at this point, one of the seraphim came and touched his lips with a coal from off of the altar before the Lord. And he said, See, this has touched your lips, and your guilt is taken away. Your sin is atoned for. This, I believe, was prophetically looking forward to the time that Jesus would come, and atonement would be issued for mankind. Isaiah was able to apprehend this by faith in the angelic activity. Next we have the, the calling of Isaiah. The Lord uh, said, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? And Isaiah responded and said, I'm available, send me. And so this is the calling of Isaiah and the prophetic mandate. He said, go and tell this people, the Lord said, be ever hearing, but never understanding. Be ever seeing, but never perceiving. Make the heart of this people calloused and make their ears dull and close their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn and be healed. Now, let me just step aside from the text for a moment. Isaiah is given a prophetic word of judgment. And the backstory on this is Israel had become a very disobedient people by this stage in its history. And so Isaiah's prophetic mandate was to cause spiritual deafness spiritual blindness, and spiritual lack of understanding and perception. Now, this prophetic mandate that was issued to Isaiah occurred somewhere around the 8th century B.C. This prophecy that I just read is one of the most frequently quoted prophecies in the New Testament. Jesus alluded to this prophecy continually when trying to explain why the Jews, the Jewish leadership, did not recognize him as the Messiah. And so this uh, spiritual blindness, deafness, dullness, and so forth, our understanding is that um, this was done by the Lord. In John, Gospel of John, for example, Jesus spoke these words in chapter 12, verse 40. He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts so that they can neither see with their eyes nor understand with their hearts nor turn, and I would heal them. Isaiah said this, 
because he saw Jesus's glory and spoke about him. Now I'm quoting from John when I say those words. So Isaiah apparently was having an encounter with Jesus. And Jesus, in this Isaiah 6 encounter, told him that he was being given a prophetic mandate to lay down prophetic dullness, blindness, deafness on the people of Israel so that they would not be able to perceive who was coming and what was coming. And so Isaiah recognized this was a very dreadful prophetic mandate. And so he said to the Lord, for how long, Lord? How long is this thing going to last? And then the Lord's response, and this gives us some insight as to the ending of this prophetic word or the lifting. It says, until the cities lie ruined and without inhabitant, until the houses are left deserted and the fields ruined and ravaged, until the Lord has sent everyone far away and the land is utterly forsaken. And so let me just pause for a second. When will this prophecy end? Friends, to this day, the Jewish people remain somewhat dull to the understanding of who Jesus is. And our, our perception from Scripture is that heaven has caused this dullness of perception. I believe it leads right directly back to Isaiah's calling in chapter 6. So this prophetic mandate was laid down here, and it had to do with um, disobedience, that Israel in that generation was disobedient, had been for many generations. And so the Lord um, laid a, a blindness of sorts, a spiritual blindness and dullness over his people, but he put a time limit on it. He said, essentially, until the, the Holy Land is ruined. Well, friends, we live in a season of restoration in the land of Israel. There is not yet spiritual restoration, but there is certainly restoration in the natural. And so we want to pray that this prophecy would end in our generation and that this uh, spiritual dullness would be lifted once and for all and that the hearts of Israel could be uh, healed. They would turn to God and be healed. And so, Lord, we pray that the blindness would end. Lord, you said that it would continue until the land lay desolate. Well, Lord, the land is no longer desolate. It's no longer utterly forsaken. We live in a time of restoration in the land of Israel. Let this be the time of lifting the mandate that Isaiah was given. Lord, open the understanding of your people Israel. Open the eyes, the spiritual eyes. Open the spiritual ears. Open the spiritual perception so that they might recognize their Messiah, the Lord Jesus, so that they might once again relate to the one true God with their hearts. Let their hearts be softened, Lord. Let them turn and be healed. In all these things we pray, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.